When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk or Go Home. Nick Wilson, Clint Thompson, and David Allen Murphy. Why was there a question mark on the end of my name? Because, you know, uh, that's, a good, that's, a good, that's a good question. <laughs> and then our guest today is Tom R. Lamb. I don't know if that's his middle initial. I don't know if your middle name's Allen, but we're going with it. It's so. P. Patrick. Patrick. It's not in the Thomas moment. Patrick. Not like, Thomas Patrick Lamb. Like Paul Thomas Hawk. Mm-hmm. How about that? Whose brother's name is Patrick. Anyway, it's so, a small world after all. Aaron, are we good <laughs> over there? Okay. Thumbs love, up from Aaron. I love that we have Aaron in today. Welcome back, Aaron. Welcome back, Cotter. So today we're going to talk about Tom's misadventures, your adventures and your misadventures in life. Because you're a very interesting man, in case you didn't know that. Did you know that? I don't know, but, you know, just a uh, forewarning, you know, any story that I tell... I'm not guaranteeing it's the truth, but it <laughs> well, should be. <laughs> hey, can you, you've listened to some episodes, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. So you listened to Paul's episode. Yes, I did. Did you listen to any others? Yeah, no. I listened to the last episode with uh, the gentleman that was on here. Oh, Mickey? Yeah. With Mickey? Okay. What'd did you, you think? watch it? I didn't watch it. No. Oh, okay. you listened to it. Yeah, I listened to some of it. I listened to all of Paul's. So. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so do you have a recommendation fan. ready for the end of the episode? For who? For us. Everybody. To recommend to us? Just be just, interview? Just be thinking on it. Just something that you would recommend. If you need one, i got about 20 of them. I'll leave you one of mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got plenty. He's got plenty. But, so, let's talk about this. You know, I had a guy who's a long-time listener of the show, actually. He's been listening since day one. It is Greg Simpson. Is it Mickey Farmer? Greg Simpson. Okay. And Greg Simpson, <laughs> Greg Simpson came in, and we were meeting with Greg. I was actually meeting with Greg. He and I had a had a one on one meeting, and then this guy walks in and goes, <laughs> "He goes, is it data or data? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, how, what is it?" And so, Greg, you like my impression? Mm-hmm. Okay, spot on. <laughs> and so Greg goes, Greg goes. Well, if I'm looking at one thing, I say data. Like one column or one set of numbers, I say data. But if I'm looking at a lot of different columns and a lot of different numbers, I say data. And your response to that was? I guess I said, so data is the plural of data. That's that's what I was about to say, actually. Really? Yeah. What do you think? It's data. Data. (laughs) All the way? Data all All the way? way? Data. You've always been data. Data. Well, what a, data. What, no, I would never use okay. data. What about the guy on Star Trek? What about the guy on the Goonies? Yeah. It's data. It's data? It's data. Or data. It's data. They say data. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's Mr. Data on Star Trek. It's Mr. Data? Yeah. Or is it Mr. So, data? Mr. Data. Mr. Data. Yeah. What'd you say it was, Tom? Data. Data. Okay. What'd you say? 
No, you said Dallas. <laughs> you said Dallas. No, he, I he started. It's both of them. <laughs> well, I started out well, data to okay, begin with. Then I data, changed to data. I'm going back same. to data well, again, I think. We had this conversation the other day at work. Is it route or route? If you go to Sonic and you get the really big drink, who's not a sponsor, by the way, but talk to us. Absolutely. Is it is it a route 44 or is it a route 44? If you go down historic route 66. Is I'm a route. I'm route. 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 So, so yeah. you call it route, route. 66? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like route is the southern way. Yeah. Of well, here's the route. thing. So before we got the 911 addresses, my old route. family box was route yeah. 1, box 295. Yeah. And then, of course, we got the 911 addresses where it incorporates the actual road name now. Yeah. But it was always route. So I've always called it route. Route. You know, Route 44. See, that's that's I I actually call it Route 44. I didn't exist when that was around. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, and it that took me a long time. Incredibly complicated. Say that again. What R- was route? You're, you're route away one. Right. <laughs> yes, I doubt it. Route one, box two nine five. Yeah. So you had three, four, so five it was, drivers. It was that was your mail. Yeah. 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 Route. Yeah. Clint Thompson, Route one, box two nine five. Yeah. So that's interesting. They would identify the mail carriers route that you were right. on in order to send you mail. Right. That's interesting. Did you know that, Aaron? Yeah, I think I was route two. I think I went route yeah. two. He shrugged his shoulders. Man. He's got a mic over there. I think he's scared to use it. That's fine. <laughs> we don't want him, we don't want him on here. Look when when <laughs> when he laughs It's so funny. It it he goes shade, up and it goes down. up and down. He's gonna, now he's going to try to stop. Yeah, now he's, he's embarrassed. To stop. He's going to try to stop. Now he's, he's settling in. But no, he, he went up He went up there a second. We need to put the GoPro right there just so we can get an Aaron. We do. Aaron Look, cam. he's trying not to smile. We need an angle <laughs> there it on is. Aaron. There it is. <laughs> Aaron, we love you. He can hear this. It's Talladega also. Yeah, Talladega, not Talladega. I love you too. <laughs> did he actually get in there? Okay. Yeah, he did. Um, I don't. I always call it Dega. com. It's officially known as Earnhardt's Home. Well, well, yeah. Now, if I'm saying, if I'm just going to refer to it as Dega, I'm going to say Dega. Yeah. But if I say the whole name, I'm, it's Talladega. That's, that's still wrong. It's Dega. According to the... Well, it, if you, anybody from Talladega is going to call it Talladega. So you're going to say Dega. Yeah. There's no I in it, though. But <laughs> Pe- Pecan or pecan? Pecan. 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 Yeah. You know who calls it pecans? Yankees. Yankees. Georgians, 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 yeah. Georgians. People from Georgia. Yeah, those those idiots. <laughs> People, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, are you still bitter? about you're you're still bitter. I'm still bitter. Yeah. <laughs> He's still bitter about the national championship. Game. And last night's basketball game, even though they they won't you know see this for a month or whatever. But yeah, it's a national yeah. championship game. Yeah. Are your glasses crooked? My face is probably tilted wrong. Look at it. Does he, do his Just glasses stop. look crooked? Just stop. These glasses like? are like nine years old. No joke. Him. Tom, Tom's staring I, off I into the distance. <laughs> Tom just got he's up and walked across the room. He got the Tabasco sauce. <laughs> Tabasco sauce. Oh, now, I, you know, I thought this, I thought this episode was about me, but I don't know. <laughs> What's it about I, now? I don't know what it's about now, but how now? I want to I want to share some some knowledge with people out there. Okay, you know, and that's not in the top five, by the way. It's Go a ahead. it's a t- Tabasco. You know, it's a. I, I met a young lady that did her thesis on Avery Island. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Where it's made. And um, and she informed me that there's a number on the bottom of every single Tabasco bottle. You look at there. Do I say? You mean to say the number? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. So every single bottle of Tabasco, each barrel is a separate barrel, individual barrel, and a tester, taste tester, tests it, 
and labels it. So the higher the number, the higher the spice. So if, really? you, want, if you want a, a hotter or milder Tabasco, open the box up at the store and check out the box. Whoa. Real? Are you serious right now? So, serious. What's, so what's the high? I mean, it goes up to 99. Oh, wow. No way, really? Yeah. So the hottest, you know, it just depends. Every harvest is different. That, that is makes awesome sense because you can't control yeah. you can't control the heat That's, of the heat of the no. peppers. Right, no. it, it's just a natural. Well, I mean, you can. You can't. But you're I mean, not, it's you're not going to get any higher than what it possibly. You know, you, it's, it's not going to be exact. It's not going to be time. like a ghost pepper. Or so it's yeah. one to ninety nine. Yeah, and that's a fifteen. That's a fifteen. So Tabasco is not a sponsor. If you want to sponsor us, however, we're definitely <laughs> on board. Tom Lamb will go. We'll get a Tabasco tattoo. He's going. He's going in. For those of you that are watching this, Clint just took some Tabasco in his mouth. You're not a good spice guy, are you? Yeah. Oh, can you handle it? Yeah. Uh, See, I told you we should have done a spice. I mean, I threw around the idea of doing a hot sauce taste test for this episode. I like Tabasco on my eggs or something, but, you know, the best, you know, my my favorite is Crystal. You know, know, a lot of Louisiana hot sauce. Crystal, Louisiana. Yeah, Crystal, Texas Pete. Now, I ate some pork skins while goats got the, uh, what kind is that on the spice? Texas Pete. No. It's, oh, Louisiana. Yeah. That's Louisiana, Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana that, that's pretty hot, too. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Louisiana, if you want to sponsor us, I'll change my mind. <laughs> so It's pretty vinegary, but it's... Whoever it's comes first. Taste. All right, so of, Tom Lamb. Yeah, Tom Tom Lamb. Tom Lamb. Go ahead, Clint. I know you got some questions lined up. Actually, uh, I, I, just your, your history, um, you, 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 you've got a military background, correct? You, yep. You've been a teacher now for the last number of years as well. Yes. Uh, currently, you are the JV baseball coach. Junior high. Junior, junior high, high assistant baseball coach. Okay. So yep. you just you just come from baseball yep. practice yep. or tryouts at this point. Mm-hmm. How's that going? It's going great. Okay. You know, um, it's always fun working with the younger guys. You know, we got some uh, seventh graders. It's hard for adjustments because they're adjusting from little, little league distances to high school distances. But, sure. And they haven't grown. They haven't gr- hit their Growth spurt, spurt yet, yeah. yeah. So, um, did, did you see that right there? A little bit. When you when you brought it up, yeah. And he knew he had to respond. He automatically went into coach talk. <laughs> coach interview. Okay, I'm That's a coach. I'm being interviewed. I'm gonna throw out this mm. stuff that coaches throw out. Always got to be positive. Yeah. Always yeah. positive, always generic. Yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> typically it. Now you had an interesting childhood growing up, right? You, you y'all. Your family moved here mm-hmm. to Alabama. You didn't. You you haven't lived in Alabama your entire life, right? No, my dad was also military, so he was he's retired uh, colonel from the uh, army. He also did. You know, he was enlisted in the Marine Corps for eight years, and nice. I've got uh, three brothers and one sister. I'm the youngest, so that's what's wrong with me because <laughs> I was spoiled. I got my butt whipped, but more than any of them, but. As far as being spoiled, I think I was the most spoiled of all. You've got a brother that teaches, don't you? That's right. He's also retired lieutenant colonel from the army, um, and he teaches at Southside PE teacher. Just right down the road from us. For those people that don't know, you know, we've got some some listeners all across. A few. We've got a few listeners all across the country. (laughs) Dozens and dozens. Dozens and dozens and tens. And even international listeners in Germany. Uh, Have you ever been outside of the country in your military endeavors? Well, yeah. I mean, I was a bomb holder, Germany. I've been to Vigenza, uh, Italy, um, Saudi Arabia, Iraq for a few hours. You were well traveled. Um, I've been to hold South on. America. I haven't been. Hold on, a few hours. To Asia, or Russia, or any places. I'd like to go to like Japan or somewhere like somewhere that. like that. Um, 
So how were you only in Iraq for a few hours? How did that work? Well, that was a Gulf War. Okay. So oh, well, yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, we I was with the 82nd Airborne, and we uh, we were first deployed there. Um, we got there before the Marines got there. So I don't, you know, they got there a couple weeks after us. But uh, so we were there for. I was only deployed for seven months. Uh, they right when in the Gulf War was over with, they they shipped us right back home. Yeah. So and we were pretty lucky. We didn't have any casualties. The only casualties that we had were some guys that got run over by Humvee and unloading stuff and things of that nature. We did. We fired some shots for God and country. We took a couple of bunkers from from the Iraqis. They were in pretty bad shape. Took prisoners and stuff like that. But all in all, it was a uh, in, well I, pretty good. Ex- you know, not a good experience. Nothing like. But it was nothing. You know, catastrophic. Yeah. I'm right. glad you brought that up. What was it like fighting the Iraqis? They were pretty beat up when we got to them. They, they, um, we didn't. I didn't know we had um, the uh, EOD with us, and um, they some of the bunkers they had been kind of, uh, I guess the best. I don't know. I'll try to find a better word, but booby trapped inside of their bunkers. Some most of their officers had left, so by the time the ground war kicked off, with the people that we encountered. So it was really disorganization. They were really, they were done. I don't recall anything being done in Walker really, County. They were really scared. Wesley's booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's the Wesley's booby trap. Also, also not a sponsor. <laughs> no context if you're not from this area. Yeah, y'all had to explain that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He got it. Well, he said booby trap. There's so a joke about a strip club. I, I and we were talking yeah. about data earlier, so I yeah. guess that's kind hey. of what's in my head. Bomb holder. You said, what? what is that? Explain. You said, what it's, does that it's mean? A, it's a base, and it's a... Um, Bomb holder, Germany. <laughs> bomb holder. It's about it. There's not much you could say. Okay. Anybody it's, that's been to bomb holder, you know that. Bomb, so it's a place. <laughs> oh, it's a place. It's not it's a, a place. It's not a professional. Oh, so it's right. a place. Bomb holder. I don't yeah. think it's a place. It's I'm, a doing place. It's a thought, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I thought you were like, uh, it's I was a bo- military, I held bombs. Mil- military. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They didn't know. They didn't know to tell me what to do in my hands, so I just <laughs> held bombs. <laughs> yeah, I spent most of my time at Fort Bragg. Okay, okay. So, um... Yeah, I spent back most of my time at Fort Bragg. North um, Kakalaki. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, went down to uh, Panama. And did, so, I, you know, it was interesting. I, I wasn't there in 89 when they got rid of Noriega. I was before my time. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, after the Army, I went uh, back to uh, JSU. I met Paul Hawk. Jacksonville State University. Yep. Uh, met Paul Hawk there. Um you played baseball yeah, with Paul played, at JSU, played, right? He, he played. I, I just was in a cage and hit most of the time. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't play much. But, you know, I was a color analyst for the baseball team. You, know, you, the were, the, you were there. Yeah. yeah. But I was there, you know, and um, – You contributed. Yeah. You know, it was a uh, – you know, it was a good experience. And then after that, I, uh, I got into archaeology, cultural resource management. So I spent a long time doing that. Um, so you're digging up bones? Yeah. That's awesome. You know, um, it's not like the, you know. It's not what you see with Jurassic Discovery Park. Channel. Yeah. You're not, you know, you're and, not and we're not, I'm not, Jones. you know, I'm an archaeologist, not a paleontologist. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, a that's a difference. So, you know, I didn't dig up dinosaur bones, but, uh, you know, and it took me all over the southeast. Uh, worked in that for about 16 years, 17 years. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, it was, uh, my last job was in Oxford. And so what, what made you want to take the transition from archaeology to history teacher? Well, my wife said we weren't, I wasn't going to travel anymore. And uh, we've got, I've got four daughters. And she said that 
you know, you're done. You're done. I you're not going to travel. You're not going to get deployed. You know, you're not. So, because she'd been with me since the earlier years, and uh, so she didn't want me to. Um, and you know, I, I agree because I stayed in Oxford for about. I worked on that job for four years. Oh, maybe three. And the I worked for a guy named um, the and uh, Robert Perry in Pell City. So and Perry and Associates. So I worked for him, and it was just nice being at home every night. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and I didn't want to go back on the road because it's not very glamorous. You're staying in flea bag hotels, and you're working for pipeline. Uh, you know, you're you're working for you know anytime federal monies are used, you're working for like the pipeline. You're working for federal grant money, uh, coal mining. Right. You know, it's which it's is not a glamorous lifestyle. It's, no, it's not, and it's dirty, and it's and it's digging digging holes for a living. And, How yeah. much dirt is in a hole, three three by three by nine foot deep? I don't know, but I, I, I can <laughs> tell you this. I can tell you this. Everything's in centimeters or meters. You know. And what you would do in a phase one test, you would do a shovel test. It's 30 centimeters by 30 centimeters. Yeah. Okay, and you dig it down to subsoil. Okay, and that subsoil, depending on where you're at, could be anywhere from 10 centimeters all the way down to 110 centimeters. Okay, so that's phase one, which is shovel testing. Phase two would be like small one-by-one units, one-meter by one-meter units. Okay, and then you would test to see if it was qualified for phase three testing, which is total excavation of the area. So that's that's when you're digging up, bringing in heavy equipment, stripping it down, and everything else. Did you know that about him? Did you know? Yeah, that? I knew every bit of that. That was a good answer. Well, oh, you knew dirt in the hole. Oh, yeah, he nailed it. He did. He, he hit for the, for context. There's no dirt in the hole. I found out the hard way too. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, you know, you told me this story. I've known you for, ah. Uh, since last June, yep. so how long? I feel like I've known you way longer than that because yeah. I feel like cause yeah, because you, you talk. Well, yeah, he, we, we just, nine months. You and I just clicked. Eight, eight nine months. Just long enough to eight have months. a baby. Nine months. Yeah. Okay. Uh, labor and delivery coming up. But <laughs> so you, you and I, we do, we do get each other. We're on the mm-hmm. same page a lot of times. And I, I think Murphy gets me more, but you know, yeah, I, think, he, I, get I, Murphy, think, I get Murphy. Y'all are on a, y'all are definitely on yeah. the same wavelength. I'm on an adjacent wavelength. Yeah, we fell in love the first day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the <laughs> labor and delivery is yours. Yeah, it's y'all's. It's not ours. It's y'all's. <laughs> no. I knew I liked it. Yeah. First day. Hi, I'm yeah. Clint. I'm not a teacher, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, but we've all coached, so mm-hmm. there you go. There's a there's a common thread. But uh, let's. You told me this story. And I don't remember why you were telling me this story. Okay, you're there in those coaches' meetings after practice and games where Tom just, for some reason, we get Tom on these spiels and he just goes and tells these awesome right. freaking stories. I don't Let's know what led up Mexico to Mexico City in the uh, Yeah. Uh, the students always love that story, too. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm a student. But I'm a student. Basically, went down there, had a friend of mine. He was, he was there to visit his abuelo. His grandfather, grandmother, grandmother, grandmother sorry. Grand, well, Abroila. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Um, <laughs> A's versus so, so O's. He was down there, and uh, so so a couple of us went down with him to stay, and thought it'd be you know cool adventure. So we went out to Mexico City one night, and we went to this uh, bar. I know it's G-rated, but and we went into this bar, and um, I looked over there, and there was a sign, you know, for five dollars, you could wrestle, a, you know, arm wrestle a chimpanzee. 
You know, so a not a monkey, a chimpanzee. A chimpanzee. Yeah. yeah. You know, sitting up, and the chimpanzee was like sitting up on the table and everything, and you know, he's well, yeah, he's smoking a cigarette, had it in the corner of his mouth. He he didn't pull it out. He just. <laughs> it, you know? and so, little, so you could also teach this monkey, or excuse me, a chimpanzee, how to siphon gas out of a gas tank. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how Keep I learned clean. how to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about it, man. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, but, you know, it wasn't a big chimpanzee either. Like, you go to the zoo, and there's, like, big, like, males and everything. Right. It was a female, you know, and it wasn't big at all. It was very small. To me, I thought, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. What are we, you know, about, yeah, yeah, about two, two, I don't know, three feet or two feet, two, three yeah. feet would be too big. We'll say two and a half. Two and a half. So, <laughs> you know, and I was like, five dollars. <laughs> I said, I'm on this. You know, Bear Bryant wrestled a bear. I can, I can definitely arm wrestle a chimpanzee. So this was American money. Like yeah, five dollars. So, five so these narrow. people took took your money. Regardless of win or loss, yeah, and they're going to go buy a mansion with it down in Mexico now. No, I don't know, I, you know, but I, I, know I got interested sort of, you know, about finding a wall. Hey, hey, but Bar Bryant died today, January twenty-six. Go ahead. What really? Yeah, this is the date of his death. That's, go ahead. That's a Kobe Bryant too. Yeah, I'm so glad we're we, we're talking about death. Okay, well, go, go ahead with your story. All right, uh, you know, so I was like, I said, hey man, let's go, you know, and uh, I was like, you know, fired up, you know, and. I had uh, Luongo, my buddy, you know, he's Italian. His his parents owned a uh, pornographic uh, – <laughs> they owned like a pornographic this story company. gets better yeah, every yeah. time I, I, I hear always, it. Every time I talk about Luongo, he owned this his, – his mom and dad owned a pornographic company in California. You know, you know, like, he did. They did. Um, did they produce it or just distribute it? They distributed it. Okay. So, you okay. know, I mean, they weren't in it. Or, you know, they just they, sold it. Yeah. And Luongo was like, so oh, many man, jokes you got here. this, you know. And uh, so I, like, threw my hand up there. I'm like, let's go. And I put it down there. And when that chimp grabbed my hand. You knew it. You know what I mean? And I felt I'm a hairy little nub. <laughs> Were you arm wrestling you know, no, a No, I mean, it's like all, I mean, it's just like all this confidence just flowed <laughs> out of my body, out of, into my toes. I ain't got it. And I was just like, I and ain't... I looked in these dark black eyes, <laughs> like shark eyes. <laughs> you know, and it and it had me by the hand, and I was thinking this thing could just rip my arm off right now. <laughs> you know, and he was like, "Go," you know, and I was like, and I went as hard as I could. And it was basically if I put my hand up against a brick wall and it, pushed, it wasn't going. It wasn't going nowhere. And that monkey sat there and puffed. He <laughs> <laughs> looked at you know looked at the you know I guess the the, the trainer you know looked at him looked at him, and he like nodded and he was like, "Wow." I got my hand back, you know, and everybody's laughing at me, you know, the whole, yeah. you know, the whole bar, you know, and it's basically just to trick up the old gringos, you know, get, yeah. you know, make some money, which, you know, I can always say I arm wrestled a chimpanzee. That's one of the best uh, stories I've ever heard. <laughs> and there are a lot of stories that you have that are like that. I think you may be the most interesting man we've ever interviewed. You said that about everybody. You know, I've got to keep hyping y'all up. I know. <laughs> I got to make it sound like we interviewed hey, some really special people. At that place, that place you were at in Mexico, uh, they didn't have a rodeo, did they? No. At midnight. Uh, uh, uh. I, I, but you know, I think I know what you. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, but I, and I had a chance to ride a bull one time over in Ohachi. <laughs> and I told you about, and that didn't work out because I got up next to that bull. 
and it was angry, and it was huge. And you, you, know, you really don't know how – I have so much respect for those people that ride those bulls because, I mean, I was like 20 – this was when I was at JSU playing baseball because one of the baseball players – road bulls yeah you're young and dumb you're like yeah i, I yeah. take on the world and i can I, yeah that, exactly i was young and dumb and i was like i ain't getting on that thing. yeah there ain't no way <laughs> i mean I, you know and uh, but you almost did did you know anybody that did that night that rode that bull oh yeah the guy that played baseball yeah that usually yeah, does yeah. It. yeah he's like just jump on it's no big deal you just get flipped off i'm like are you kidding me that thing's coming after you <laughs> yeah you know yeah i mean one time they step on you and that's it you know, I saw this one, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. I've seen eight seconds. I know what happens. Yeah. Is it eight, is eight seconds up there? Uh, you talking about the movie? Yeah. Uh, no, oh, it's not. It. Okay. Independence Day, Charlotte's Web, Okay. some action movies. Sister Act, that's a good one. Sister Act, Home <laughs> Alone, Dante's Peak, Con, Con Air. You and Hawk, y'all real, y'all real tight. Yeah. At Jackson, y'all hung out a lot. They've got yeah. some really he good was stories. There. He, was, he was a senior. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we hooked up together because he was ex-Marine and I was, you know, ex-Army. Army and, you know, oh, his brothers, you know, way. so we, we would, we would hang out. He was DJ and, brothers. And, uh, Old so brothers, yeah. Paul, okay. you know, and Paul just that, that personality, it's hard not to, uh. It's hard not to like Paul Hall. Yeah, yeah it is. So. He's, he's special on yeah. the numerous wavelengths. <laughs> so, and he knows everybody, man. And he, <laughs> he remembers does. everybody's name. I mean, I played at Southern Union. Junior college baseball, and he knows the people on the team that I played with, and I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't even play with us, and he knows them. And, and I told him today, I'm like, how do you, you know? And I think it's my ADHD. His email. I think <laughs> it's my ADHD that keeps me from remembering names. Yeah, because you're well. in the now, you're not in the past. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you got to really make an uh, impression on me for me to remember who you are, and it's got to be like, you know. Do you know that kid's name? Aaron. <laughs> okay. Hey, Aaron. Okay. Yeah, he's a great, great. Do you dude. have Aaron? Yeah, I have him in my class. Oh, do you Do you yeah. have him, Aaron? You have Coach Lamb? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Oh, yeah. But he yeah. stopped everything he was doing and leaned into the microphone and went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, you like Coach Lamb, Aaron? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> what else is he going to say? I don't <laughs> Yeah, what's he going to say? Is he going to say he don't like him and, and threaten getting beaten up here? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. it sounds like Lamb would actually beat him up. Yeah. You know, Lamb, when you, what would you do to earn some income while you were at JSU? What was your revenue stream like in college? Oh, I, uh, I DJ'd. I DJ'd up at the – Multiple uh, events or – Yeah, I mean, I DJ weddings. I DJ fraternity houses. I didn't, like, spin it, like, you know, like waka, mix waka. and waka waka. I just put, <laughs> yeah. like, CDs in. And then I worked down at – City limits, upstairs, um, upstairs. Like they had the dance part downstairs, and then they had the uh, upstairs, which was like rock and roll and stuff like that. And I DJed all of that. And then later hours, like strippers to come in <laughs> from the uh, working wow. all night. You know, over there at uh, I don't know the name of the place. It was there in Aniston. Dang. But it was like halfway to Jackson, in between Jackson. But they yeah. would they would come in, man, and they would tip like hundred dollars. To me, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and play whatever you know. They give me a CD and play that, and they would wind down. And uh, so, you know, I mean, my wife knew about it. I mean, you know, she's like, yeah, you know. I mean, I, I wasn't doing anything wrong, yeah. you know. They you would were just, making money. They were working. They would come in and money. they would just, yeah, they would just sit down. But man, they 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 tip well. And then um, I worked, uh, you know, did bounce, you know, bounced a little bit. Ooh, um, did you ever get into a fight? Yeah, any cool bouncing? Yeah, stories. any cool yeah. bouncing story? I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is the most interesting man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, what was the name? Of it? it was right across the street from Brothers Bar. If Paul was here, he'd know. He would know. Um, and then the galley, which was right around, see, everything was on the square. And Jackson State then was it was crazy back then. You know, yeah, you're Paul talking about ninety three you know, or like ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Sirens were running all night. Yeah. Every every day. Um, sirens were running. People were people never went home, is what he said. People stayed in Jacksonville and they hung out and they partied and had a good time. You know, had a guy hit me in the back of the head with a pool cue. <laughs> um but any I got hit in the head with a bottle. And and, and people don't understand though, no, bottles don't usually break. No, that's a that's a Hollywood movie trick. Yeah. yeah. So I got some lumps and bruises, got some stick, you know, stuff like that. But most of the time, I, you know, we just I had some big guys working with me. So did you ever put it on somebody specific that you remember? Like, yeah, I beat the crap out of that one guy. I played the fifth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you ever just drink coffee yeah. all night and say, no matter what you do, just be nice? No. Okay. Okay. No, I'm I mean, thinking of Roadhouse. I, you then, know huh? the um, great movie. The, we got in some altercations. Me and Paul, Hall, with you know, or and Hold on, you against know, each other or with no, each other? No, no. Y'all were you always I, on the same. Yeah, not with Paul. I was mo- most likely with his roommate, um, Mark uh, Adams, and and oh, I shouldn't even mention people's names. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that because well, you know, some people probably have like lives. You know, yeah. It's like those people you grow up with. You you call them Pee Wee and Egghead. Yeah. You see them at the grocery store, and you're like, Hey, Egghead. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's you know, called me that 25 yeah, no, years. Yeah, I'm not a kid anymore. It's, yeah. it's Philip. Yeah. yeah. You know. Hey, when you were a bouncer over there, did, was the big guy from France that played football, was it? Was he, he He was a bouncer too. Did you ever work with him? I don't Who know. I can't um, remember his name. Huge. No, I probably, I would know, I would know a French Defensive guy. Defensive lineman, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but, uh, did you ever know Ray Crump? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was at Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see I, him? Yeah, I saw him here, you know, and he I, I recognized him, but he was also probably a couple years older than me. Not really older than me, but, you know, I was later getting into college because of going in the Army. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I see him around, and, and I know him, and I'm sure if we, you know, we know we ran around the same thing, but he was a couple years older. He's Paul's, you know, with, with Paul, yeah. that era. Um, there were some wild times up at Brothers. You know, those stumps with the carpet on them. You remember those? Yeah, hey, I went there one time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was regular. Kind of like where everybody knows your name. Cheers. But the um, it's wild times up there. So you had fun in college is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I went. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't time. need no stinking degree. <laughs> yeah, the first time I went, you know, when I went back the second time to get my certification teach and everything like that, it was business because, you know, I had the kids in school, and they were oh, like, yeah. well, why you got to be, Daddy? Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, because I'm not very good in math. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's hard It's hard to get on the kids for not having good grades when you yourself don't have good grades. I say good in retrospect, but you've got, you've got four daughters, right? Yeah. Yeah, the um, – tell you, that was very uh, – uh, uh, while this is on my mind, it was very awkward going back to school, like in your mid, you know, late 30s. And um, early forties, and and you're going in there, and and the first day of school, I was kind of had a little anxiety going because I was like, man, all these kids around here, right. and I go in my first class, and I have to take this uh, art, like a, a art appreciation art class appreciation, yeah. for education 
And so I go in that class, and this kid comes up to me, and he's like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> no way. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, I'm serious. And I was like, I said, yeah, man, knock yourself out. <laughs> he says, all right. So he leaves. And when he comes back, the instructor's in there. It's a woman, you know, and she's up there teaching. I'm sitting in the front row, and he walks in. And he, like, looks at me, looks at her, and he's all confused. But, he might uh, call you, like, pop or, or old-timer or anything like that? No, no I, I did have an incident where I, I, it was raining. It's about two weeks after starting back, and it was the same building, same class. And I was wearing Crocs. And I come walking in. Trying to fit in. And, hey, I come walking in, and I slipped. I fell right on my butt, right there in the middle, and everybody's going through. And this girl was like, "Oh my God, are you okay? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Are you okay, Mister? <laughs> Leave me alone. You remind me of my papa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, she's like walking with me, you know. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> it was, Wearing uh, Crocs. <laughs> so, yeah, getting out of the freshman classes for education was was really. Yeah, I needed that because once I got an education, I had older people. And yeah, so you, in a mix, you know. So yeah, the 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 kid, yeah, it was freshman classes are kind of like high school, you know. Yeah. Kind of being back in high school, sitting there, and I'm older than the teacher. Yeah, it just it felt awkward. Yeah, yeah. You would just stand but, up and say, "Shut up, lady! I know more than you." No. Oh, okay. I was always pretty. I want to be that guy. I want to go back to school like when I'm 60 and just like stand up and tell the professor like, "Shut up, lady! I know more than you." I did go off one time. I kind of lost my temper in, in my math class, you know. And nobody I mean, uses this junk in real life. Well, no. I've been in real life for 25 years. <laughs> it was uh, a. Hey. Killed Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was um, some of the kids were like talking and everything, and and. Uh, I was like, will you shut up? <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the professor. You know, guys looked at me, you know, and they just looked at me like, what? And then the professor, he came to me after the class, and he was like, look, he was uh, Nigerian, you know. Mr. Lam, we can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that uh, in my classroom. You can't be like that. These are young kids. They, you know, they talk. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about not allowing you in this back in this classroom. Are like, you serious? Yeah, man. I started panicking. I was like, ah. you know, because I, I mean, I'm on a schedule. You know, yeah. they can't. You know what I mean? And, but we worked it out. And I just, I knew then I needed to just be quiet and shut my mouth. So that's what I did. Got through it. I had a, and when I was at Auburn, I had a, a, Turkish guy. He was my math teacher. And I took the, ba- the most basic math I could because, I mean, I was getting my history education degree. Because you don't use this real math in real life. <laughs> I knew it was going to get him. <laughs> yeah, that's why he did it. That's why I did yeah. it. Uh, hey, Aaron. You hey, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, leaned over, he leaned over to the mic. He's not ready to go on uh, live. He's, he's not. He's not. Are you okay, seriously? You can't answer. Look, you don't have to let everybody behind, you know, you're right. Just, yeah. just thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Buddy. Okay, there he's go. good. He's dying laughing. There you go. Asthmatic. Uh, um, Asthmatic area. And, and he was, he was, he was, he, I talked to him one day after class. I was talking to him, asking him where he was from. Because, you know, accent kind of thing. I'm like, hey, I want to get to know this guy. He's obviously. Not he, from he, around here. The first day, y'all, he came in there. He was more nervous than all of, all of us. He was, like, shaking. His voice was quivering. And uh, and I said, 
so one day after class, I was you know asking some questions about the syllabus, and then I said, so um, is this your first class you've ever taught, or how many classes? He said, no, this is the first one I've ever taught. You know, I'm I'm actually I've only been here for two months. I said, oh, at Auburn. He said, in the United States. I'm, I'm, this is the first time I've ever, I've ever been here, and you know this is all in broken English. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, and he, he he's like, you know, I'm I'm living with. Uh, I didn't really understand what he. I assumed it was some sort of hostel or something, based off of how he described it. He had like four roommates. I'm like, oh, in like an apartment. He's like, no, in my room. And then there's four others in another room. And I'm just I'm just going, oh my gosh, this guy. And I think he was a he was a TA. He was a GA. Mm-hmm. Um, what class was this? The, it was uh, math ninety eight. Math? No, it was a hundred level. <laughs> okay. It was a, or a thousand level math. Uh, it wasn't remedial. <laughs> it wasn't remedial. Well, uh, thought I needed it, but I didn't. <laughs> well, that's my fear of like if I were to teach a college class or something. Because you're talking about, uh, I took a World War Two class. That's all older people. Yeah, yeah. In that class, and and they you know thought or probably did or some of them knew as much as what the teacher knew. Because everybody's a World War II buff or thought they did. Mm-hmm. So you really got to know your stuff. Right. Yeah. Like you talking about that guy teaching that class, being mm-hmm. nervous he, about he, it. That would be. Well, he was nervous just from the language barrier perspective. Yeah. You know, he, he, well, and just being in a new country. And man, imagine coming from Turkey to Auburn, Alabama, you know, a very southern. Because Auburn, even though it is a college town, it's still very rooted in its in its state and where it is located in the middle of nowhere, and uh, that's got that's got to be a huge culture and then, shock. And then driving through downtown with toilet paper hanging from all the trees, and trying going, to figure it out. What are these people doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't that don't happen a whole lot right here lately. But uh, well, this basketball season has happened quite a lot. I don't want to talk about it. Road time, and there it is. <laughs> so. You've been all across the world. You've done obviously a lot of interesting things. What's been the most? What's been the hardest thing for you to kind of like let go from from what you were to to what you've done now? Like the thing that you miss the most about all of the, I guess, adventures that you've had in your in your past. Well, I mean, I get it from from coaching. It's the camaraderie, you know, with the people. Um, you know, there's uh, in the army. You're always you're, you're living every every day together and um, working together. And same way in archaeology, you know, you're working on crews and teams and a lot of different type of people. Not normal. You know what I mean? Not the normal set of people. Right. Like people in art. You know, people that say, "Hey, I'm gonna be an archaeologist," about as crazy as person. Hey, I'm gonna be a professional bass fisherman. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got to have something about them. Um, and I think I get a lot of that out of coaching. You know, and, and teaching and education. So, you know, but yeah, I mean, I miss, and I like to travel. I like to see new places. So I kind of miss that, you know, just staying in the same place, um, not really doing the same thing, but just staying in the in, in the same surrounding. See, because I'm, I'm kind of like a person, I like, I like to live uncomfortable. I don't like to be comfortable. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I kind of moved over here and Paul Hawk called me, but you know, and I, I love the Asheville area because, I mean, I drove through here and I, I knew there was two places I wanted to either coach and teach was either Ramburn and, um, or uh, Asheville because I just I, I, I fell in love with the area and Gallant. It's a beautiful area. Um, but I like, to, I like to mix things up, you know, and I felt like I got too comfortable at my old location where I was just comfortable where I was at. You know, there's no spark of, yeah. of you know, that, 
Yeah, the, mag- the magic gets gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if I, you know, it's, it's I mean, that's just kind of how, how I am. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of strange because I give myself a lot of anxiety for it, too. It would be yeah. a lot easier. My life would have been a lot easier if I would have just stuck to, you know, doing, you know, one thing or not gone into archaeology, but, and, and, and kind of went into education then. I always think about that. I'm like, man, I'd be close to retirement or, you know, and I'd, I have a lot more coaching experience and, and things like that because it's, it's kind of like starting over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's the newness of that as well that makes it makes it exciting too. I mean, it's, you know, it makes it scary in a, in a sense, but it also makes it very exciting too. So, I mean, it's catch-22 on everything really. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you know, it's uh, it's like learning everything over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as coaching and playing, it's two different things. I mean, playing is easy. Coaching is you got to know every single position, then you got to show people how to do that. Right. So, you know, it's easy to do it, but it's hard to have that patience and that time to to show someone. I mean, like we had a kid the other day. I said, well, throw to your cutoff man. And then I, I thought to myself, I said, hey, do you know what the cutoff man is? And he goes, no. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. And once I explained it to him, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But the terminology itself, sure. you know I mean, confused him. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's it's a process. Yeah. That is that is real interesting. And, <laughs> and you know, like yesterday we were at a, a wrestling meet, and it was senior night. It was here. And uh, I can't remember who was wrestling. I just remember there were some basketball players behind us because it's county tournament mm-hmm. week, and they weren't playing yesterday. <clears throat> they played the day before, and this—I think it was—I think it was—I um, can't remember who. But anyway, this basketball player is watching this this these two wrestlers go at it, and our wrestler is on his back, mm. and the opposing wrestler has him. He's basically setting up a cradle. He's trying to run a cradle on him, and this basketball player goes, "Yeah, right there. That's yeah. Let's let's go right there. Let's go, baby." And and then I'm sitting like I'm on the bench, and I'm sitting next to a our heavyweight. And he he the heavyweight turns around and he looks at him. He goes, "That's not." And then he's just like, "What? Forget it." And he's like, and I said, I said, "What were you going to explain it to him?" He said, "Yeah, but." How do you explain that to him? But it goes back to that whole thing mm-hmm. that you were saying. It's 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 easy to do, hard to do, and then explain. And and that that player had no idea what a cradle was, what what he was trying to set up there, mm-hmm. that opposing wrestler on our kid, uh, and what what the goal was there. Obviously, the goal was a pin, but how to achieve that pin, what to do if you can't get the pin, how to get the takedown, the points, all that good stuff. And so it's interesting to look at it from that perspective. You know, it's. That is hard. That's something that we've all done. It's something that, you know, we all do because all of us in one way or another, the three of us are in education full time. He's in education as a coach. And so that's interesting. It's it's hard to kind of do that sometimes because you just kind of want them to just do it. Mm-hmm. But how do you make them do it when they don't know how to do it? Right. How do you explain it to them in a way that makes sense to them? That's right. And that's hard. That's hard. But, all right, let's get to our recommendations. Hold on. Hold on. Before we do that, okay. I do want to touch on uh, Coach Slim's tattoos. He's got one here that's got a full sleeve. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it goes up. It, it's a lot of lot of military stuff. Yeah. Now, now that one on your right, you've got the shield, basically the the insignia of your 
the uh, the uh, three two five. The so, the three hundred twenty fifth infantry, right? Yep. And, first, first at three two five. And it's day. their motto was let's go, let's go. That's their motto, <laughs> yeah. and that's your motto. That explains yeah. a lot now. It, yeah. Okay, I got it. Every day at practice, he's yeah. he's whether he's in the mood or not, he's gonna let's go, let's go. Helps me and get one, in the mood. one knee comes up, yeah. the other stays down, and his arms cross like this. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. And and the other is the symbol from the Gadsden flag. No, actually, well, this is this is from Join or Die is a Benjamin Franklin, um, first political cartoon in American mm-hmm. history, and it's from the French and Indian War, mm-hmm. in which he it was from the Albany plan, which he tried to get the. Um, all the colonies. Uh, colonies to join together to fight the French and Indians, okay. and, it, and it failed and it didn't work. But, but the um, the importance of it is this: it failed, yes, but you know, twenty years later, the colonies would come to, to come together to fight a common foe. And right, be, and and yeah. there are elements of the Albany Plan in the modern day United States. It, it basically yeah. it was like, hey, here's an idea for unification. Not necessarily as an independent entity at that time, but yeah. unification for defense and taxation and that kind of thing. And that, but some of those ideas they would take and alter, and it would turn into. Yeah. At first, the Articles of Confederation, then the Constitution, right? Yeah. So it's like a it's like a precedent for those things. Yeah. And then uh, my tattoo also goes all the way up, and that's my dad. That's a picture of my dad. I don't think I've ever school. seen it that far up. Yeah. So that was my look. Dad. It's got lamb right there yeah, on I the. See that. It's yeah, really so, really cool. I'm so my in the way. My dad. If we had actual camera guys, we'd zoom in on that. Yeah, yeah. we don't have a – my head was in the way. So I, he, I apologize. He passed away a couple of years – or about four years ago or three years ago. He was, uh, you know, he was my hero. He did three tour, or yeah, three tours in Vietnam and was in the Korean War as a Marine Corps private. Um, he was a uh, – he did a great job raising us. So um, he lived and breathed the military, the U.S. military. Yeah, I mean, my I've got all my brothers. We all served. I mean, my bro, I've got a brother that's a West Pointer. Um, really? Yeah. And I've got a, a two brothers. Well, my brother's West Pointer is a doctor, and he got out of the army after twelve years. And my I've got another brother that's a retired lieutenant colonel from the uh, aviation. So, and then my other brother Mike, which teaches South fixed Side. wing. Yeah, fixed yeah. wing. So he he um. He retires Lieutenant Colonel from the uh, infantry, so we're we're a big military big fight. military family. Um, you know, dated all the way back to uh, the Civil War. So lambs have been serving since you know World War One, and it served, didn't have anybody. You know, probably had cousins. And so I don't know. I don't know the research on that, but no direct family in World War Two. But had a uh, a great grandfather that was in World War One. So and then um, had a great grandfather. This is no lie. That was that was in the uh, uh, 14th Tennessee uh, Cavalry. I think it's 14th Tennessee Cavalry. I know he surrendered with. Don't want to run into it, but he surrendered down in Centronelle, Alabama. He's part of uh, Force Thanks Bed for Force. When Force surrendered in Selma, he was a uh, supply sergeant, like what they call a fifth sergeant. He was a supply sergeant. He surrendered in Centronelle. He was part of that Force's uh, unit. And that was my dad's grandfather. Wow. So, and the way that worked out was, like, my dad, uh, he's, his uh, father was, like, 65, and his mother was, like, 21. Yeah. And then, so, there was a big age difference between them. She, you know, that was her sugar daddy. I was about to say, they were there were a lot of... Different social... There were a lot of veterans, though, Confederate and otherwise, that... For the pension. That, they that, exactly. The pension, that yeah. They would marry young women for the pension. 
you know, the, young women the, would marry them because I mean it would help them out. Exactly, you know what I'm saying like people yeah. needed help. You know, I mean, and sometimes it was it was like that. It wasn't so it wasn't uncommon to see no. that back then. That I mean, last the, Confederate widow, she just she, she just died, died. like uh-huh. ten years ago. Yeah, probably fifteen. Yeah, it was in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. And then they found another one in Arkansas, I think. But then, oh, did yeah. they really? Yeah, yeah it hadn't been that long ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Murphy, you've been very kind of. <clears throat> Silent this whole. Well, I'm just, I'm just like lamb. I was thinking I'm like lamb. I don't like to get comfortable in my job yeah. either. Yeah. So, I like to move around a lot so, too. <laughs> so, so yeah. I don't know what the context was. I think it was his planning period. Somebody walked in on Murphy the other day, and it was the end of the period, and they walked in, and uh, the bell had just like was a just student? ringing, a student? And, and they no okay. a teacher, and they walk into his room. And he, there's nobody in there other than him. It's just him. And he immediately stands up and goes, All right, now, that was a good class. Uh, y'all be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget to do your homework. A call roll, too. And there's nobody there. <laughs> Nobody's in there. It's just him. And so, I Because think, we're virtual. Let's, let's put it in context. Because we're virtual right now. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't virtual. But think about the no. legacy. I think he was on his planning period. Think about the legacy that he's created with all the kids that he taught in this community. You have no idea how many so, people how many listen people to this podcast yeah. just because of him. Yeah. You got to teach them. I mean. Whoever's there, you got to teach them. There's yeah. just one there. But what them. if there's none? Still teach. You got to get after it. It's the same. Yeah. It's just you teach like you usually teach the wall. Just like you usually do. <laughs> like you usually do. Because nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, it's like, so, okay, I mean, these kids are just going through the motions. They don't care. <laughs> but uh, somebody told me, uh, oh, Ron told me that you, <laughs> you were making them watch Carl Azuz and you couldn't figure out how to connect your laptop to the TV. So you just turn it on your iPad and you put it up on the thing. <laughs> on your probably did, yeah. Carl, who? Azuz. CNN right. 10. I, I, I don't. I never heard of that person. I, we, we used to watch the news. We used to watch the news to the yeah. board cut me off. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember when I was in your class, we'd watch the news every morning. We had to do a current yeah. event. Yeah, that was good. Day. That's a good way to start every day. Yeah, I was always well informed. Yeah, got cut off though. Yeah, his, they his cut list. us off. His Are list. you bitter about it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if something's going on one day? We yeah. need to see That's historical true. event. What? What? Like? Like? Okay. Were you doing that on nine eleven? Yeah. So you saw it as it developed well, I don't, on nine eleven. Yeah, we watched. I don't. I don't mean I don't want anything like that to happen again. Absolutely but, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we watched it from the. Um, you know, somebody told us the plane had hit, so I turned but, it on. And we saw the second plane when it hit. So you weren't watching. You weren't doing current events and just. No, we weren't doing the current events. We just turned the TV on because it's something, and you need to be able to. Yeah, yeah that's, if that's something we like that is happening, you need to be able to do that. I, I mean, I, I think if I've been teaching for 25 years or 28, I, I mean, I think I know I should be able to turn the TV on and turn it off. Yeah, that's that's a that's a byproduct of. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's that's. I completely relate to you. I think that's a byproduct of where yeah, we're. I think I can handle. I think I can handle this. How about they don't trust us. Do yeah, they don't trust us to handle even the simplest thing anymore. But they trust sad. you with the future of our great nation. Well, that's what they tell y'all. That's yeah. what they tell the parents. But yeah. in reality. They don't care, and um, they want to control how we work. And it's just, it's just, it's they're just there to say that they do stuff, just to say that they do stuff. Yeah, shut it um, down. 
but but yeah. So um, back to our of course I was getting it illegally, but they still shut it. Down. <laughs> it was illegal, but they shut it down. They shut it down. Uh, what do we got? What do we recommend? I've got my recommendation. I've got mine. Go ahead. Um, and, and I asked earlier when when this is going to premiere. So unfortunately, by the time you hear this, it's already taken place. But I'm going to recommend the WWE Royal Rumble. Oh, here we go. Spaghetti. Here we go. And spaghetti. spaghetti yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, Royal Rumble is a yearly event where it's a 30 man over the top rope event, and the winner gets a title shot at WrestleMania. I don't care about any of that anymore, like I used to, but. Usually the Royal Rumble, they will bring back some older older guys, um, and it's just it's really a good time. You know, they bring up some guys from other other wrestling companies, um, older guys that you haven't seen in a minute, and they kind of debut some new guys sometimes too. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good thing. I'm I'm looking forward to it this Saturday. That's awesome. I'm going in a completely different direction. Really, I wouldn't yeah. have, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, because you know I'm a re- huge wrestling fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am not that kind of wrestling, though. <laughs> so, but mine is seriously in like the polar opposite direction. The song is "The Night Is Still Young" by Nicki Minaj. It's an incredible throwback song to my youth. <laughs> uh, I don't recommend it because I listen to it frequently, but I recommend to you beca- recommend it to you because I like the state of mind that it constructs. Never heard of it. Never <laughs> heard of it. Well, uh, I'm gonna play it for you once we get done. Okay. There's no microphones on. Uh, you're gonna. Hate I'm sure it. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. WWE Royal Rumble. Where is this? Where are they doing this? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know where the where the location of it is this year. Uh, that's okay. how. That's how out of it I am. But I'm looking for the. I'll, I always watch the Royal Rumble and I'll watch WrestleMania every year. Just okay. And you said spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> you people who know, who's that comedian that. Uh, <laughs> People will get that that know that comedian. Yeah. The the one who is Chappelle. Yeah. If you watch Dave Chappelle, you'll Dave understand. Chappelle is hilarious. Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. You'll understand. That. Well, you killed Dave Chappelle. Well, Clint and Hammy are going to watch the Royal Rumble and eat, eat spaghetti. spaghetti. That's what we're going to do. Saturday. If I enjoyed spaghetti, I'd be there. But well, I love spaghetti. Spaghetti, And uh, since we got this uh, hot sauce out here, I'm, this is one of my, one of my recommendations. But uh, the top five. Well, hold on. Do you want to save this for when we do a hot sauce episode? Because that sounds amazing. It does, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's save that. Let's okay. Not a sponsor. Any of them. Not yet. Yet. All right. Um, some more. Holler back at us. All right. My uh, recommendation is Duluth Clothing. Duluth Trading. Yeah, Duluth. Company. Yeah, Duluth Trading. It's that, very expensive. Well, it's good stuff. But was, we want you to sponsor us. Duluth, yeah, I got. That's where my um, suit come from. Union suit. And, uh, oh my, really? Yeah, my sister was listening to the podcast and heard us talking about it, so she bought me one for my birthday. And that's where that's it comes cool, from. isn't it? That's very and cool. This is a good one too. And I got some Shout blue you, shirts. Yes, yeah. Montgomery. Yeah, I got some blue shirts. Even the socks I got on right now. They're good stuff. Now, did y'all reconcile about that 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 forty five that you broke? Have y'all come to terms? I, with I think it? she got a new one. Yeah. Okay. Not too long after that. Okay. But then I also want to shout out to Carrie Hare. Absolutely. She's, she, she, and, she's a new listener. And also, I think. Uh, Another teacher around at Melina Chavis. Who's that? I think she's going to start listening. Oh, so really? Shout out to her, too. Start yeah. Don't know who you are, Melina, but yeah. shout out to you. Yeah. Two shout outs. Two shout outs. Any other shout outs? Hammy. Does Hammy listen? Absolutely. Does he really? Shout out no to you, Hammy. I have no idea. Spaghetti. Well, there we go. Spaghetti. 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 I just can't get it out of my head. Did you do a recommendation? Yeah, I think it did. Duluth Trading Company. Duluth. Duluth. And oh. I'll do spaghetti I, too if you want. I, 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 I zoned out. I zoned out. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did. I'm sorry. 
Big Tom, Tommy John, what's your uh, recommendation? Uh, you know, hey, watch uh, Outlaw Josie Wales. Mm-hmm. It's a great nice. movie. It is a great movie. Um, I hadn't, hadn't seen it, but it's good, I'm sure. It is. Clint Eastwood movie, man. It's it is a great, great movie. Clint um, Eastwood Western. Uh, Bose. Head, or ear, that, yeah, you got the ear, Yeah, I got those for now. Christmas. Uh, Bose head. Yeah, I got some of those, too. I got some of those. They, they have different sizes. That, and I was watching you put yours in, so now yeah, I, I yeah. put mine in that way. I stick it in there and turn it. And is that what you do? Yeah, and it locks up under there. Yeah, yeah. So does it, it work for you? Yeah, I like it. It does, yeah. Yeah, now they taught me how to. You got to, yeah, read the instructions, because I, I, I felt the same way. Like, I sit there for an hour, and I'm like, these things don't fit. I've tried yeah. every size. i got three different sizes. Yeah. <laughs> and I read the instructions, and you got to turn it at a 45-degree angle and then cock it back, and then it locks. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read any instructions. Yeah. I just watched you do it. You pulled a straight up man and just threw the instructions away. Yeah, and put me in. Yeah, yeah. I probably would have done the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, I didn't even talk to you before we started this podcast. Did you know that? Did you really think about that? Like, no. I walked in. Everything was already set up. I walked in. I was on the phone. I walked back out. I walked back in. Hung up. Sat down. We, we basically pushed pressed play. record. Yeah. And now we're actually talking. So how you been? I'm I'm good. Good. I hadn't seen you in a while in yeah. person. I've talked to you. Well, I saw you Sunday. Really. That feels like a long time ago. It does, doesn't it? It feels like a long time ago. It's been a long week. It's been a long Monday. It has. For the last three days. We've got to teach again tomorrow. Mm, Roll Tide. And War Eagle. And War Eagle. Throw it out there. (laughs) By the time the people hear this, we probably won't be the number one team in the country anymore. And Bruce Pearl may not be the head coach. He might be moved off to Louisville. I think he's he's playing the game to get more money. If I was was an Auburn fan, that's exactly what I'd say, too. I think we should pay him more money too. I think no comment. So, you know who other you know who else is supposedly in that talk in that mix? Rick Pitino. Is it really? No. Okay. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It would be Nate Oates. Really? Yeah. I think that's so. a. I don't know. Given the state of Louisville basketball right now, I think that's a downgrade. Well, they're still under investigation. Yeah. There so are people out there that have been completely turned no. off by sports talk. Yeah. So there's a there's a no. Yeah. Hey, Troy Aikman's going to Amazon, too. Yeah, he is. He's going to do the Amazon broadcasts because Amazon's getting into broadcasting NFL. Anyway, so this has been a great podcast, Tom. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. I mean, we really, we've been wanting to do this for a while. Seriously, we tried to get you and Paul on, scheduling conflict, couldn't make it happen. So I'm just happy to be here with you guys. I would love for Coach Murphy. I would love for all of us to be here with Hawk and just let them two just talk. I just tell stories, just talk because there's there were so many times like, that I would I've turn been the with microphone them. off and just sit in the floor, you know, cross legged and just look up. There's so many times that I've been with them and they they'll start talking to each other and stories will just come out of the conversation yeah. because one will jar a memory from the other and, and vice versa, and they'll just bounce off each other and it's great. It's it's really awesome. Paul can't remember where his car keys are, but he can remember what he was doing 20 years ago. So. I can't remember to give me back my movies. He? Well, uh, <laughs> he'll come after and get some. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get some coffee from you, too. And won't ever give it back. I was amazed my first month of school that he came in there every single day. <laughs> every got day. Every single day and got coffee, which every I'm not going to ever turn him down. I mean, he's, you know, I'll buy him box after box. He's welcome, but I was pretty amazed. He. I will say this: He did pay me back. He gave me a whole box of uh, what McCafe, and I know he, did, he didn't do that. And for him. He, oh. he, he actually because then he he didn't have any Kramer, <laughs> so he always come in for my Kramer. <laughs> but he brought me in a. He says here. He said here's you some extra Kramer. I got you. So then I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. But then I was looking behind his desk, and 
<laughs> Obviously, it was a three-pack. <laughs> There's probably nothing left but a three-pack. So he just went ahead and bought that three-pack. Yeah. He said, hey, I'm going to hook Yeah, I'm going to go I'm ahead and hook my back. boy Blue up. Uh, that boy Blue. Non- non-dairy creamer or dairy creamer? Non-dairy. Okay. So the powder stuff? Yeah. Okay. It, it keeps better. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I have a little bit of sugar in mine, too. I like a little cream and sugar, but. I, I mean, like I mine drink, black. I can drink like it black. I, like I can drink it anyway. It don't matter. He's supposed so to stop drinking coffee, that too. That He's, not He's supposed it. to be drinking okay. coffee right yeah. now. Hey, we could also do I could do a show. Me and Murphy get in here and talk about Civil War and talk some stuff, man. Well, hold on. Hold on. First thing. Don't first think thing. that I couldn't. I mean, yeah. heck, I about, taught history. You're talking about War Between the States. There you go. Yeah, there War you Between go. the States. And War with aggression. There's all kinds of War of Southern Independence, all that stuff. You know. We're going to get flagged for racism or something. Sometimes I think he just question. you know, when he questions me, he's like, does he know what he's talking about? <laughs> no, nah, I sucker knows the stuff, know. man. He does. He knows the stuff. He knows. He know a lot more what well, I know. I mean, y'all he both. Knows stuff. Y'all I, both. Well, I had we a great. That, but I mean, I, I know y'all closing, but I had a great uh, professor. I, guess, I think it was Doctor Williams. Doc, or I don't know. I had a great professor at, at Jackson State. I took military history with, and I took military history because I I thought that I was in the military and I knew a lot about it. And I wrote a paper on uh, Shiloh. And and I got a C on it, and I went to talk to him about it. And he was old crusty dude, man. From graduated from the Citadel. Crusty, you know James he'd been, Thompson. He'd been he he'd been teaching history for thirty something no years, relation. you know. And he you know goes way back, and and he he looked at me. He goes, Mister Lamb, why don't you read a book before you open your mouth? You know. Wow. And and, and I was a prideful kid back then, yeah. you know. But then it really struck me because he gave it to me straight. And that's all you can ask for in life is somebody to give it to you straight because who was it? They said that, uh, you know, the kindest thing you can do to do to somebody is to, be, tru- is to be truthful with Yeah, them. yeah, truthful. So, yeah, I mean, and, and after that I started reading books and reading books and I just, and I got it, I just got kind of on a roll and then I got to a point where everything else was just regurgitated crap. Right. And then you can only really, what you could learn from is like diaries and, Right. And stuff like primary that. source documents. primary yeah. source documents and i got into that and, and uh you know it's i i had to figure out a way the first couple of years i taught man i i spent way too much time on the civil war and i was like talking about battles and and different railroad systems and and i'd look back at the students and they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're that's it that's the look yeah. we're you full. know and i'm like <laughs> I, i've lost them yeah there was a battle, and there was a Gettysburg address. Yeah, when I just hit the high just, point. Just, my my hey, first year, calls when, in effect. My That's first year now. when I taught the Cold War. Yeah, dude, I talked about containment theory yeah. and communism, and you know, Eisenhower's involvement in Vietnam. Like I threw down you on the Vietnam War. You yeah, taught. like, but I spent way too, you know, because. Most history classes, Vietnam War, it's like two days by. Blip, we're done. done. Yeah, I spent two and a half weeks on it. And man, those kids. Same look. It was, Mr. Wilson. We're full. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, uh, cop. Your fly is open. And I'd be like, yeah. "Thanks, thanks, Jerry." And then I'd zip my you fly. Open. And then fire. you know, I I was yeah. Oh, dude, all the daggum time. Don't even get me started on that. Hey, go. You got a chain full of fly. Fly. Gotcha. I ain't been to machine money. Yeah. No, I don't. Go away. But. Um, in other news, that's the end of the podcast. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate you tuning in to one of the greatest episodes we've ever recorded. Murphy, we'll talk next episode, so just stay tuned Bay, for that. Bay of Pigs Invasion. <laughs> <laughs>
That's another good that's one. <laughs> I just I just lied about it one time. Playing pigs. They were nobody listening, so I just started making up stuff. Actually, about pigs. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Nobody was listening, so I just started making it up. Yeah. Give them yeah. bonus points if they put down the wrong answer, because that means they're actually. Man, they just heard of pigs over here. Heard of pigs. And they invaded. Uh, wasn't there a game about that Angry Bird? Isn't that what that's about? That, uh, you've inspired me to read that. Uh, I got a diary at home on Mosby. I'm going to start reading that. Yeah. All right. Oh, um, Larson. My yeah. wife is calling me. Yeah. Frostbite. What My was it called? My wife is calling me. Oh, uh, Farside. Farside. Yeah, yeah, check yeah, it Gary out. Gary Larson, Farside. Gary Larson. Um, that's all we've got. So we're going to – she's got to answer Car- – or what's your name? Clint's got to answer Carrie, and we got to go. So we'll see you on the other side. Don't forget, you can talk. Or – Go home. Go home. Or go, go home. home. <laughs> go home. 92. Yeah. 91. 90. 89. Are we recording? 88. Okay.